to episode number 22 of Slaying It with Santa Rob. I'm uh, glad that you're with me today. I hope you've been enjoying what you've been listening to when you uh, tune into our little corner of the podcast world. Today we're going to be talking to a guy that uh, has made quite a name for himself in the wrestling world, the independent wrestling world that is. He's... uh, an interesting character in the ring. You either like him or you don't. And I'm going to tell you, most people don't. But on the other side of that coin, he's a great guy. He's also the owner and uh, founder of Warrior Professional Wrestling, WPW, in Danville, Indiana. And I'm really happy to have Ron Kraft, otherwise known as The Buck Sexton, on the show with me today. So welcome to Slaying It with Santa Rob, Ron Craft. All right, we are in the studio with the one and only, the Buck Sexton. You know him as Ron Craft. No, I take that back. I know him as Ron Craft. You know him as the Buck Sexton. Thanks for being here today. I appreciate it. I appreciate the respect on the the Buck Sexton. Not enough guys around town emphasize <laughs> the Buck Sexton there. Well, I, I heard I heard what you did to Jesse when he didn't use the and I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I don't want to see that happen again. But uh, anyway, for those of you who don't know, uh, more wrestling because uh, wrestling saved me in 2020, and uh, and Ron was one of the guys at WCWO that uh was there at that time and is well he's still there disappeared for a while but now he's back but he was one of the guys that got my attention because he was such a jackass (laughs) (laughs) three years ago yesterday by the way uh popped up on my on my memories my my return to the dub was three years ago yesterday so it's perfect timing for this perfect timing but uh and i'm trying i don't remember my my first time there was uh halloween of 2020 so right after I came back, yeah. So you'd see, you got to see me back in my groove a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So got to see the whole thing, and uh, and I've talked about the 2020 wrestling thing with me for a while, but we don't need to to hash that all out. Um, a lot has happened with with Ron since the WCWO days, and we're going to touch on that in a little bit. But right now, I, I really want to find out how he became interested and what made him decide to become a wrestler in the independent world. So it's a fun story. First and foremost, as, you know, like everybody says, as a kid, absolutely loved it. I grew up on WCW. Um, so that's, you can kind of see that a little bit in the way we do things at WPW, which like you said, we'll touch on here in a little bit mm-hmm. um, with the way we do things, do it very old school. Um, but uh as far as getting into it, uh, it actually happened one night. I was playing softball down in Avon, and a buddy of mine came to fill in. Playing first base, tracking the ball over to the foul territory, smokes the fence, falls back. Looks like he smokes his head on the ground, just like looked like a bad bad hit. And I walked over to him like, hey, man, are you okay? Like it looked like you hit your head pretty hard. He said, no, the one thing I learned in wrestling training is keep your, head, keep your chin tucked. And I could have cared less about softball the rest of the night. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And uh, he's like, he goes, yeah, I went and trained at this place called WCWO. I was like, okay, like, how do I do this? Where is it? And he gave me the address, gave me some contact information that happened on a Sunday. That following Friday, 
uh, me and Leo were there, uh, sat down, watched the show, and then we went in the back and talked to uh, the late, great Don Basher as well yeah. as JKO. And I think two weeks later, I started in their uh, beginner's training class. And what year was that again? Uh, ooh, uh, let's see. 2016? Jeez. Yeah, 2016, 2017, something like that. 2016, because that's the year we went to Vegas. So, yeah. 2016, May. And, and for those, just, just for those of you, those people who do know who you are, were you always a heel? Uh... If you know Ron, yes, I'm always a heel. Uh, Buck hasn't always been a heel. Uh, Buck, Buck is definitely, um, you know, they, they say you take your you take your personality and turn it up to ten. And uh, I, I'm a heel in real life. That's what I tell people all the time. And uh, Buck is my way of getting to do and say the things that I would normally get uh, get uh, accosted for or arrested for in in real life. So you believe in the same thing I do: create your own reality. Oh, a thousand percent. Okay. Create your own reality and chase your dreams, no matter uh, how big or small. Like okay. I said, this is something I wanted to do when I was a kid, and now I get to accomplish it on even just a small level and be a part of all these other guys' dreams as well. And up up to the WPW point, were you always at WCWO? No. So, actually, I began training there. Um, I never actually wrestled at WCWO until three years ago last night. Um, I, I was training there and then, as you know, the business has its ups and downs and it's, uh, and you fall in and fall out with guys. I actually had my debut match at NGW in Crawfordsville, uh, for Lawrence Poffo and, and those guys up there. I was at, uh, HPW in Columbus, which is actually, uh, Jerry Wilson and Flash Flanagan, uh, yeah. ran down there. Great guys. Could not thank them enough. Uh, they're the ones that gave me my quote unquote break. Um, I got paired up in a tag team uh, as baby faces, and we kind of just lit the place on fire and ran on ran pretty hardcore there as a baby face for three years uh, as the top baby faces on the show, even though we were a tag team. Yeah. Uh, and then the night I turned on my tag team partner, I went from I went from getting one of the loudest cheers of the night yeah. to one of the biggest the biggest heat segments of the night, <laughs> all in the span of about ten minutes, awesome. uh, which was great. But done that wrestled for guy uh guy lombardo up at cwf mm -hmm. uh bounced around quite a bit and then COVID happens hpw shuts down right. i was given the opportunity to buy out all of their uh all of their equipment and things like that from mm -hmm. jerry which is what became wpw mm -hmm. and in that same time frame about a two-week span i also was invited to come home to uh to the dub so was it always in the plans to have your own promotion? Yes, a thousand percent. I, I tell everybody, a lot of these guys that run promotions, no knock on any of them, uh, they're wrestlers who play businessmen. I'm a businessman who plays wrestler. And I, uh, I am absolutely in love with the story of Eric Bischoff and his whole life story. I've read both of his books, um, listened to his podcast religiously. Mm -hmm. And uh, my goal has always been to be that guy. I wanted to be the guy giving the opportunities to guys. Mm -hmm. um, Especially with how late I found this, I'll be 34 in two weeks. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not some like you know some of these young guys like a Dylan Cole, for instance, who is becoming one of the most entertaining guys on my show. Right. He's like 19, 20, 21 maybe. Right. He's got the ability to go out and do this on a full time basis. Logan Myers, Blake Wright, those yeah. guys are young enough and they don't have families, right. they don't have kids. They can pack up in a car 
every weekend and go wherever the hell they want to. And, and with and with your help, Blake and Logan are two of the guys who are probably going to take off and be big time before too long. That's that's my hope. My hope is to be able to give those guys the stepping stones and be a, be a small part of, of their success one day where I can say, hey, look, like, see that guy? I helped give him an opportunity. He gave him a leg up. And you've got several other young guys on your roster as well. You know, Dalton's. He's fresh out of high school. Dalton Brock, yeah. Uh, you know, he he is one of those kids. Absolutely love him. Shows up, ready to go every single time. He's somebody that I could see, um, and he, he might be upset about this, if he put his nose to just being a fantastic referee, we would see him on TV very quickly. Yeah. Um, everybody wants to be a wrestler. I get it. That's what we all dreamed of. Nobody dreamed of being Charles Robinson or, or Earl Hebner. Everybody re- dreamed of being Hulk Hogan or The Rock. I want to be Earl Hebner. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and that's, that's, uh, that's something that, yeah, I, I, again, a guy like that, I'm just glad to be able to give him that opportunity that Basher and, jo- and Joey gave me yeah. years ago. And because I started as a ref, I, I ring announced, I refed, I pretty much did everything but wrestle at the dub um, until I came back to face Mac a few years ago during okay. COVID. Um, so I pretty much saw your whole career there. Yes, you've seen you you've <laughs> seen all but uh, a few weeks of my of my dub career. Yeah. So and I've missed very little, very little WP. W, but uh, my, my life is not always. Smooth. Yeah, we need to, we need to start getting those those uh, comic cons on different weekends. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Summer, summertime comes and I never know where I'm going to be. But um, early early influences then, wrestler wise. Uh, so I, I've tried to pick a little bit of everybody that I loved as a kid. Yeah. So if you see in a match, I do a stinger splash yeah. every time huge sting fan yeah that's a that's kind of an homage to my aunt who got me into wrestling okay um she was a huge sting fan so i always wanted to make sure hey i've got something in here to kind of pay respect to to her she's been she's been gone since before i was able to wrestle since before i started wrestling and so being able to do something you know for her in each match means a lot to me um huge ddp fan uh ddp yoga helped me get into into really good shape when I first came back to the dub because I did it all summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hitting the diamond cutter, something that I do, yeah. and you can even tell a little bit like in my gear selection. Early on, I was wearing the baggy vinyl pants because I loved Rey Mysterio. Right. Then I transitioned into I had some NWO inspired tights, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I've tried to pick pick different pieces of everything. Just like right now, I've uh, I introduced doing the Sister Abigail uh, a couple weeks ago at my show. Ray Wyatt's my son's favorite wrestler, and with his passing, I figured I'll do something for my son here. Sure. And so we're just kind of adding that's, just different pieces everywhere to uh, to build a build a skill set. That's cool because yeah, my I I bring this up every time I've got somebody that has anything to do with wrestling on here. Obviously, I'm I got some years on you, but my heroes, the Crusher. There was nobody better than the Crusher. He, the man who made Milwaukee famous. Him. Chief Wahoo McDaniel and the Claw, Baron yeah. Rashke. They were the three, and it's the old. It's it, they're the reason that I come to the shows, because happy childhood. Yeah. <laughs> because childhood wasn't always happy, but that part made it better. 
That's yeah. kind of why I went to wrestling to begin with in 2020 when when uh, Reggie Edwards contacted me, told me about WCWO, and said he's been over there for 40 years. I'm going, what are you talking about? Right. I had no clue. Well, it's, it's, wrestling's a dirty word, you know. Every, every, it's it's no problem to be a Packers fan. Yeah. or be an NBA fan. Right. You can talk about it. You can wear it proudly. You can tell everybody that you love it. And you tell people you like wrestling and that you love wrestling. And they kind of, they look down their nose a little bit and they're like, oh, well, that's, you get, there's a stigma with it, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. But as you, you know, my I, my childhood, I knew, I could tell you, I could tell you where I was every Monday night at eight o'clock yeah. because I was in front of my TV ready to watch TNT, ready yeah. to see what, you know, yeah. what the NWO and Sting right. and Goldberg and those guys were going to do each yeah. and every, each and every Monday. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the town I came from when we got cable WCW, I was always watching who's going to be, who's going to be in the Omni this night, you know, who's going to be there, you know, you, you can always count on the King because well, yeah, the King lived down there when he wasn't in, but you're, but you're right. You're, it's funny how people are ashamed of it, but yet they'll spend just ridiculous amounts of money to pack arenas. You, you know, that's that's the that's kind of the hardest part about being a promoter on my end of things is because I, I go to the shows when they're here, mm-hmm. and I go see WWE at, at the Field House, and there's, you know, 13,000 people there. You come to my show, there's only 30, 40 people yeah. sometimes, and you're just like. Come on now, like you're here. I know you're here. It's the right. highest. It's one of the highest rated shows on television each week. That's not by accident, right. but it's because people are for some reason. There's this stigma that wrestling is less than when really it's some of the best entertainment you can absolutely get because when <laughs> the people that like to use the f word, yeah, will tell you how great a Marvel movie was. Right. One's One's definitely more believable than the other. Right. Well, the one thing I appreciate the most about the, the independent leagues is all those independent uh, promoters made the Hulk Hogan's of the world. You know, the, the well, Hulk Hogan came from AWA. Yeah. You know, I'm thankful for, for Vern Gagne in Minneapolis, Minnesota. If not for him, we wouldn't have wrestling. And whether you like Hulk Hogan or not, Let's face it, he's the biggest name that ever happened in wrestling. I mean, without Vern, and a lot of people don't pay attention enough to the history. You just said it. He cre- he helped create yeah. Terry Boulder, Terry Bolia, whatever he was going by at the beginning, yeah. who grew into Hulk Hogan. But he also gave Eric Bischoff his first shot. Yeah. And without Eric pushing WWE to do something different in the mid-90s when yep. he took over WCW, who knows if, if mainstream wrestling is even a thing anymore. Right. Uh, the Monday Night Wars saved what was a fledgling WWE when, you know, the old soul stories of, hey, they're wheeling out the water coolers. They're, you know, Raw was being filmed in high school gyms. Right. And now they're, you know, they're selling out 90,000 tickets to two days of WrestleMania in the span of, what, an hour? Yeah. So yeah, the, the, a- the AWA is, is huge to the history of wrestling. That's what I love is that old school... That's... Um, heck, Marcus, the the great Marcus Fine. He when he found out I bought the ring from HPW, he sent me a, a video of um, when that ring was in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan and Jerry Lawler wrestling in it. That's awesome. So my I ring has some some pretty awesome history. It's, it's got some history. So I, I guess what we're trying to say without saying it, but I'll say it right now is go to the independent shows. 
because those guys are the future of wrestling. If you're going to spend 50 to whatever, three, $400 at a WWE event, go spend 10 to 15 bucks at a local event. It's not going to hurt you. Two, tic- two tickets to Fastlane here next month at the Fieldhouse. Two tickets before fees and things are like $90. Which is insane. You can see almost every show in a... You can see almost every big show in a month on the independence mm-hmm. here in Indiana for less than that. For less than that. So You can go four nights of the dub that month. You can come see me. You yeah. can go to NGW. You can go to WTF. You can go to Emerge. Whoever... Whoever... Because you know, we're all different. Everybody yeah. gives their own their own flavor of what we do you yeah. can go see us go see us all and more importantly like you said help help the carson drakes of the world yeah uh the blake Wrights, the guys that you know yeah because someday we're gonna see on tv yeah carson's gonna make it serious and oh the, the one thing i remember is oh boy i'm gonna go back to i think it was 2021 brandon espinoza was mm-hmm. uh was at wcwo and i was talking to him after the show and uh, he had some stuff going on, and we were just BSing. And, and I asked him when he'd be back. He said, well, I can't say a whole lot right now, but Netflix is recording a special. I said, okay, I'll keep my ears open. Mm-hmm. Well, in just a couple of weeks, Wrestlers debuts on Netflix. I, I had the same conversation with Jared Kripke around that same time. Yeah. Uh, he missed Fair Fight 1 because... Of of the deal that they had going on down there, he's like, "Look, I can't miss these shows." And I don't blame him because hopefully that can give those guys their next step. Brandon was great. You've had Brandon a few times. Uh, we had him in once. Uh, he had a heck of a match with Blake. Um, yeah, Brandon's Brandon's great. The the downside is those guys that live pretty far away. It's he's very in, hard to to kind of track he's in down the St. Louis and, area, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to to narrow down those uh those long cuz you know us, we like to do the long-term long-term storytelling. Right. It's hard to get long-term commitments from the guys that are driving a few hours. Which takes us to our next topic, WPW. So you got the ring. Tell us the birthing story of Warrior Professional Wrestling. Uh it was uh, <laughs> So I got uh, I got a, a text message from Flash Flanagan on a Saturday afternoon. He said, "Hey, I need the world title back." And I was like, and my first thought was I did something wrong because I was the champ at the time. But we shut down in March. This is late August, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, we're getting ready to come back. What I do? And he goes, "You didn't do anything. Jerry's shutting down." And I was like, okay, uh, and I asked him, "Hey, can I buy the belt?" And he said, yeah. And so that sparked a deeper conversation with my dad. Hey, why don't we just buy the whole thing? And it was something, like I said, this was kind of the plan. Um, And so reached out to Jerry. We talked back and forth, agreed on like a Thursday afternoon. I was picking up, but I picked up the ring on Sunday. And then we sat on it for a year. Because while everyone was coming back at the end of 2020, I didn't want to rush it. I didn't want to go in and be like, okay, here's a ring, find a building, let's go, because I wanted to do it. Everything we do is very methodical. There's Mm -hmm. always a plan five or six months down the road. And so got everything, and then it was okay. Now let's start building the roster. And so there was guys I went to, Jake Carter. First call was to Jake. Jeremy Hadley. Blake. Jesse. Those were the – Jason Levi, Dalton Davis. Yeah. Guys that I, I knew in that moment, I had to have these guys. Right. And 
through conversations with them. Okay, hey, look, everybody's Saturday availability is pretty all over the board. Everyone's available on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so my the next question was, do I run a decent show on Saturdays and compete with all these established companies, or do I run the best show on Sundays mm-hmm. and be the only ones running on Sundays? And now you look at it, Summit Pro runs on Sunday. We run on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, there's quite a few others that are moving to Sundays. NGW runs the occasional Sunday. Right. Um, so I think that we've been a little ahead of the game when it comes to that. Um, and then it was it was kind of hitting the pavement. And my dad's been a huge, huge uh, factor in all that. My dad goes out. He's the one that flyers the town. Right. He's the one drumming up sponsorships for us. Um, we have a great partner with Steve Patterson who runs the 4-H fairgrounds out in Danville. Mm-hmm. Um, he took a chance on us. He's like, look, we tried to do this once before. It didn't really work out. I go, I promise, like, give me, commit to me like three months, and I promise you, you'll be, you'll be happy with what we're doing. And we committed September through December of 2021 and built to that. And since then, they've brought us in to run the fair show the last two years. Right. Um, which is awesome because we're coming in and they're buying the show. So they're paying us to be there, right. uh, which is fantastic, especially for you know a company that's just, we didn't have anything but my hopes and my word that we were going to do something different. Right. And it's grown exponentially since then. I wouldn't have been able to do it without everybody that's been there behind the scenes. Uh, you know, Jesse has been a huge importance. Yeah. Me and him talk storylines all the time. We've, we've already got things planned out through January um, in, a, in kind of a rough shell of what July looks like for next year right. already. And now we're just slowly building toward that and tweaking it each month. Okay, here's where we got to. Okay, now how do we get to this next portion? And, and speaking of Jesse, if you haven't <clears throat> gone back to my Spotify page or Apple or whatever you li- wherever you listen, go back and look up uh, my podcast interview with uh, Jesse and Kate because to me it was one of the better wrestling interviews that I had and you'll understand where, where Ron's coming from here because Je- Jesse's one of those guys that was just getting going when I started the WCW thing going there in 2020 and he, he's one of those guys that just took off and he's bigger than life right now and he's another one that could could just fly so that's enough plugging, sl- slaying it. So back, back. I, I got to get the plug. It's my show. Oh, of course. <laughs> so to compliment you is when you started the whole thing, you you uh, contacted me. You ta- contacted Marcus Fine. I think uh, Kevin Mitchell. Yep. And we're getting fans' perspectives, do's and don'ts, and you ran with them. Yeah. yeah we're, and it, that first show was unbelievable. Yeah, the first show was uh the first show was uh was my WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Um going through that curtain for the first time and seeing I think we were somewhere real close to 200 that day. Yeah. Um seeing that whole crowd packed in there and not to come off as egotistical, but that whole crowd was there for me. That whole crowd was there based on the word that I gave fans like yourself yeah. that I was going to put on a hell of a show. We didn't have we didn't have anything but faces on a flyer, right? And you know the town came out and supported um, the sponsors that were on that show, made it happen. 
Um, the guys in the back uh, did an amazing job of, of helping me get through that one. Yeah. Uh, and I told them, if, you, if everybody can help me get through this one, we're going to be okay. Yeah. And we went through, you know, you, Marcus, Kevin, hugely instrumental in helping me um, map out the fan perspective. You know, I still go to Marcus after every show. Okay, how was it? Still talk to you after every mm-hmm. show you're at. Okay, hey, what'd you like? What didn't you like? Mm-hmm. What can we do different? And we want to make sure that if I'm getting you or Marcus to to pop and, mm-hmm. oh, something happens that y'all didn't see coming, mm-hmm. with how much wrestling you guys see, I know I'm getting the rest of them. Now, now don't tell him this because he won't listen because his ego's too big. But tell Jeremy Hadley, he's one of the reasons that I come. <laughs> hey, he'll he's... sell tickets, baby faces, sell t-shirts. <laughs> like him or not, Jeremy Hadley's all right. That's one of yeah. the reasons I keep coming back. <laughs> hey, and I'm not putting my phone down, so stop telling me. Yeah, no, hey, that's that's the fun part. Is like, yeah, everybody loves a. Everybody loves the the Jakes of the world that are yeah. out there, and they're the they're the the local Cena. They're larger than life. The kids love them. Yeah, but people really pay to see guys like me and Jeremy get our asses kicked. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. You gotta love Nate Matthews. Oh, love Nate. Great guy, Jake. I'm sorry I wasn't there at Fair Fight to see the final match. Yeah, that was uh, that was. Uh... That one was uh, that was hard because there was only a couple people in the building that knew that was it. Uh, me, Jake, Blake, Jesse. Uh, outside of that, I don't think his mom even knew. Um, wow. I wanted to go out there and give him the the absolute best that I had. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like I gave him the best I had. I gave him all I could. Um, we had a heck of a match. It hurt. Um, it hurt bad. Yeah. Uh, that was probably the most physical match I've ever had. Um, I mean, he opened it up with a clothesline straight across my face that <laughs> rung my bell, and then uh, and then we got into it. Man, I've had some battles with Jake, and mm. the first match we ever ran in NGW when we were doing um, the kind of the test for Danville um, was me and Jake, and it was hard hitting then too. And he kicked me in the face as hard as he could at the beginning of the match, and I kicked him in the ribs as hard as I could later on, and we went back and forth. But it's all love at the end of the day. Right. Um, the awesome part is, you know, I had I had special tights made for that match with my face and his face on, on yeah. the legs, which was fun. I bought his tights from that match. Yeah. So now I have both gears from from that uh, yeah. that I'm working on getting framed up with the poster from that yeah. match and everything. Because um, WPW, as much as everyone deserves every piece of credit, a lot of WPW doesn't happen without Jake Carter. Yeah. Um, he's born and bred from Danville. Everybody in town knows him. We were able to draw sponsorships off of the fact that he was a part of what we were doing right. with his relationships with people in town. And uh, it's been it's been amazing. You know, his relationship with Scotty and Shelby at the kickstand is the reason yeah. that we've got that. That relationship turned into 1824 Pizza. Yeah. Um, so we've got just an amazing group of people out there that help us yeah. put it all on. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, I, I can't top that because you're, you're right and Scotty and well I'm I'm at the kickstand when I can <laughs> yeah same you know it's, it's, I, I don't live in Danville but I'm close um, future of WPW whatever whatever we can do we're like I said we're already mapping out uh, we've got the main event for fair fight 3 already on That's paper um, 
I can't give it away. No, I prom- and you I probably promise, shouldn't. I promise it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. Uh, we just finalized the card for um, for the two year anniversary show here on September twenty fourth uh, earlier today. Um, very excited for that. I'm looking at the calendar while we're doing Uh-oh. this. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Where are you at this time? I'll be in Cincinnati. Okay. Well, hey, pack up shop early. Come on up. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're actually kicking around the idea of a later start time for for this show. Yeah. Um, a, a possibly a five o'clock start um, in order to kind of uh, give everybody their afternoon to enjoy the Colts game and right. then come on out to come on out to the show. Um, but uh, yeah, twenty. The two year anniversary is going to be great and. Then that kicks off the run to uh, the Riot Show in January. And I've been to the Riot Show. That's one. That's another one that you just simply don't want to miss. I'll be honest. I, th- I think we put on the best Rumble style uh, event in uh, in all of independent wrestling around here. Not to knock anybody else's uh, gimmicks, but uh, I feel like our our Riot shows these last two years have been right up there with our best shows of the year each time. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and once again, he doesn't crank up the prices because it's a special show. You can go for, what's your what's your least expensive ticket? Twelve bucks. Uh, the the general admissions are uh, fifteen. Uh, kids tickets are ten. Okay. Yeah, front row if front row is eighteen. Um, yeah, I, I mean I didn't know I could jack up the price. Maybe Buck might need to jack up the prices for for well, these special shows. B- B- Buck would because <laughs> Buck's a putz, but I don't think Ron would because Ron's a human. <laughs> That's another story. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't, we don't need to tell him too much about who Ron is, but uh, but we can talk about Buck quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I can't say those words on my podcast. <laughs> I'm a nice guy, you know? And, uh, and, and the other thing, I am the WPW Santa. So you are. You, you've got to be there in December's, you know, in the December yeah. shows. Well, we had, uh, let me check the date on that. Um, what is it? December 17th, I think 17th. Yep. December 17th. Cause we're the week before Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause this is our, uh, this September show is our last on our normal date of the, uh, the fourth Sunday of the month. Yep. Uh, and then we move to the fifth Sunday of October in, on 10 So we'll have our, we'll have a Halloween costume contest for the kids. Like we always do. Maybe cool. a Halloween themed battle Royal. Uh, and then we'll be the week before Thanksgiving and the week before Christmas, uh, for November and December. Where can people find out more information online about WPW? Uh, Facebook.com slash WPW46122. That is uh, the zip code of Danville. We've tried to tie it into the town as much as possible. That's why it's Warrior Professional Wrestling because it's Danville Warriors out there. Our colors are red and gray just like the high school. Right. yeah, but you can search Warrior Professional Wrestling on uh, on Facebook. Find us there. Uh, the handle on Instagram, WPW46122. Uh, I think it's the same on TikTok, uh, which shout out to Dalton and uh, Dalton and Carter, our two trainees slash referees who take care of our um, TikTok social media videos and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go to WPW46122.ticketleap.com to buy your tickets uh, for the shows. Um, or you can get them at the door. Um, there is no early bird discount, um, but you can get them at the door or uh, get them online. And, and just like anything else, if you buy them online, you're going to pay a fee. But buy them online and uh, and get that front row. 
but don't take my seat because if you do, I'm going to throw you out of my chair. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to you got to have Rob's seat over there in the corner by the concession stand in the front row. If it's if if it's taken, I will hit you with a chair. Santa's kind of a jerk when he doesn't get his way. Yeah, opposite end uh, opposite end of the row from Corey and uh, and his son. <laughs> yes. Huh? You notice. <laughs> oh, I know where everybody sits. Uh, I that's something. Like I said, that's something I, I try to stay in tune with of of what our fa- what our fans like, where you guys are at, and you know, you we're we're missing it a little bit because normally you and Marcus are on opposite sides, so right. we get. Uh, I had actually asked you guys when we first started running, right. hey, stop sitting next to each other so we can get different angles of these pictures. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that first week we sat next to one another, and I think the only advantage I had is I didn't have the turnbuckle in my way. Yeah. But after that, yeah, he'd sit on one side. I'd get you know, sit in the middle, and I'd sit on the other side. We got different <laughs> angles because because we we were we're the the two faithful always shooting pitchers. And that's another thing. Um, there's a great fan page on uh, Facebook for WPW. Yeah. And uh, I hate it when I see I'm the only one posting. So <laughs> it'll yeah, yes, post. please post more, including me. I guess I, I I'm not gonna lie. I I, I remember everything but that page uh, when when it comes to sharing stuff out and flyers and whatnot. So I get I'm I'm great at being on social media. I'm awful at using social media. Yeah. Well, you'll just have to get yourself you teach your son to be a social media guy. Hey, he he is right now. He's the best ring gear guy in the business. He is the best ring gear um, guy. And and if you didn't notice, he made his uh, he made his managerial debut. I saw that. Uh, at uh, at the uh, the cage show at WCWO yeah. last week. Uh, yeah. And that's another one that I missed. I'm missing the good stuff. Life sometimes just simply gets in the way. I, and and uh, it, it's taken me a lot of years, but I discovered I can't be everywhere at one time. And sometimes you just got to pick and choose. I'm trying to learn that because I, I wear myself pretty thin trying to be everywhere at once. I'm 61 and I still haven't figured it out. <laughs> But I got off work tonight. I went straight to football practice, left football practice immediately to come here. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So I tell everybody I burn the candle at both ends and then I take a flamethrower to the middle. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the future like for uh, the Buck Sexton? Uh, well, uh, obviously, uh, I try to uh, continue being a part of my show. Uh, try not to put too much focus on me, but uh I do uh, have some unfinished business with one Blake Money Wright after he, uh, you know, he he was out there, supposed to be out there to help me at Fair Fight. Mm-hmm. And then I, I ended up being on the receiving e- receiving end of one of those number one knees. So at WPW, um, Blake and I will be in the ring uh, together on September 24th. Nice. Um, I will see him between those ropes and we will settle what we need to settle. Um, as far as everywhere else, well... Prestigious Worldwide is the greatest tag team in the worldwide, wide, wide. And Jesse, <laughs> I know you're listening and saying it back to me. Um, we're looking for gold there at WCWO. Uh, there's no tag team champs, so why not us? Uh, we've also been successfully defending our tag team championships at NGW. And hey, whoever else wants to wants to have um, a solid tag team that can uh, be the face of your tag division, uh, book Prestigious Worldwide because we're uh, we're unstoppable right now. I, I'm 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 on the mic and Jesse does the work. So <laughs> that's hard to believe, huh? <laughs> huh? I I have comments and once again I'm going to keep them all to myself. But uh, anything you want to throw in? 
Uh, we, we've covered a lot of ground in, yeah. in, in 35 minutes. Right? Yeah. That, I mean, that, that, that 35 minutes flew by. Um, really, the ground I want to cover is just to say thank you um, to you for allowing me to come on, for the support you've given not just my career but my company. Um, same thing for guys like Marcus, uh, Kevin, Corey, all of our loyal fans that are there yeah. every single month that, that follow what we do and, and, you know, they pay their hard-earned money to come to come see our product. And, you know, after going on 24 shows now, um, I feel like we're probably doing something right if everybody's continuing to come back each month. Well, so, uh, going back to Fair Fight, I may not have been there, but my family was well represented. Yes. Out of all people, my wife was there. <laughs> so yeah when she told me she was going when i started staying home a little more often on the weekends long story short my son and i started going to wcw originally mm-hmm. work got in his way and then uh i just started slacking off but while when kevin and i were going all the time we'd come home and we wouldn't stop talking about wrestling you know, it was just nonstop. You know, you know, Kate hit Kate hit Mac with a brick again, or or you wouldn't believe what Buck did this week. You know, and 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 Samantha's just laughing at me, going, "Would you stop talking about wrestling all the time?" Well, out of out of the blue, Samantha decides she wants to start going to wrestling with me. She goes more often than I do now. Oh, I know, because there's been plenty of times where before a show at the dub, I'll walk out and see her sitting there. I'll, hey, where's your dad? Oh, he's not coming tonight. And she's there. Yeah. You know, she's she's right there next to Marcus and Kelly and, yeah. and Roger and Bruce. And that, that whole side of the front row at the dub is honestly like, that's the reason I'm back every week. Yeah, it's it, it's just fun. And, and I know it's killing her right now. She's up at Ball State as a student now. So when I was talking to her just a few minutes before you came over and she said, I know you have an interview tonight, but who are you, who are you talking to? I said, Buck, are you kidding me? I got to miss that too. I miss Kate and Jesse. <laughs> well, listen to dad's podcast and yeah. you can hear what we talked about because I talk about you a lot. Hey, and the, and the cool part is, you know, she she's up there in Muncie. So DCCW runs yeah. up there and a lot of the guys from the dub are yeah. at DCCW. So at least she can get her fix a little bit while she's up she there. She can get her fix because uh, normally it's at the fairgrounds yeah. and, and Ball State's right around the corner from the fairgrounds. Hey, and, if, and if she needs to, she can always watch the live stream of WPW on the Gonzo Sports Room every single month. That's right. Uh, Gonna plug. I'll plug as many of the guys that, that oh, help us out as possible. Gonzo Sports Room is great. Yeah, I mean they 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 help out everybody. You know they they've always got different uh, different things going on. So let's see. I, I had somewhere to go with this, and once again, uh, I got frostbite in the brain. Let's see. We talked about the wife being there. I don't know. I, I just know that, that yeah. When it comes to summertime, Comic Cons kind of get in the way. And I think that uh, the Cincinnati show is my last. No, I have one more. I have, a, I have an outer towner in Fort Wayne, but I don't think that one interferes with your show. But yeah, it, it's it's guys like like uh, Bruce McGar, who's believe it or not louder than I am, in most of the town of Danville put together. Uh, yeah, I I always know when Bruce is there, and I'll know he's there before the show even starts. I'll be in the locker room and know Bruce is there. it's it's kind of like sitting down on a toilet seat and not knowing there's an air horn underneath the lid (laughs) 
that might be the best description I've ever heard of Bruce. And he's and the thing is, it sounds it sounds derogatory, but he's going to take that as a compliment. He's going to take that as a big compliment, and and uh, yeah. But we're we're so tight with the wrestling family here. When uh, when we had our graduation party at the house for uh, Samantha when she graduated uh, high school, Bruce and, and Roger and uh, Kate and Jesse, uh, Hammer and Scorpion, they were here. Yeah. Because the the one thing I learned in the one of the reasons I fell in love with, w, with WCWO is, and this pretty much goes for any of the promotions. Is uh, the wrestling family's huge? That is my favorite F word in wrestling, yeah. family. Uh, again, it's uh, the that family has given me so much. Yeah, and been through some rough times, um, and the fact that I still have, um, you know, with everything that's gone on, I can walk into a locker room and feel. Uh, the love from guys, um, yeah. it it makes the nights that I don't want to go downtown on a Friday after yeah. a long day of work and go throw myself against that canvas and take the bumps and all that. It makes it worth it because I get to go be with those guys and gals that yeah. we're all we're all exactly a family. Yeah, and and that goes for the the, the fans. It's the wrestlers and when when. Uh, Way back when, one of the first guys that I that I got hooked on at WCWO was Mac. He was the champion at the time. I'm sorry. Well, oh. <laughs> if, if, if Kate would quit hitting him with a brick, he wouldn't have the brain damage. If he'd be but, better, he could beat us. But but he, but uh, I I had never talked to him before, and I was just sitting there. You know, I'm I'm loud when I'm there, and he was across the ring and threw his T-shirt directly at me. And after the show, come over and talk to me. Said, "Well, this is cool. That ain't gonna happen at a two hundred dollar WWE event." No. And you know, and and that and that goes for almost everybody there. Um, there's no reason to rattle off names because there's too many to list. So yeah, the the family, the close, the closeness. So once again, I've said it before, and I'll say it again: go to an independent show. Go go to WPW. The the one thing that I really enjoy about WPW is it's only once a month, and it's fresh every time you go. So it's enjoyable. It's affordable. It's family friendly. Bring your earplugs if Bruce is there, but get loud with him. Get loud with me. It's a ball. We've kept you here. We've covered a lot of ground. I've got to ask one question because everybody gets asked this question when you're on the Santa Rob's show. Dead or alive, who do you want to be in the wrestling match, wrestling ring with? That's a hard one, Rob. I know Jesse kind of beat around the bush on this answer too because it's kind of eras. Like, 10-year-old me, I want to be tagging with the Outsiders and beating up whoever's on WCW's side, whether it's the Four Horsemen or Sting and Luger and whoever. I want to be out there with Hall and Nash. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, then teenage me, oh, Cena all day. Mm -hmm. Like that that transition right after the Doctor of Thugonomics into the Marine character Cena, right. uh, before Super Cena, that version. Uh, gosh, just honestly, like, the, those would be my those would be my top two. I could that's a list that I could sit here and talk about for days. Uh, 
independent wise, Flash Flanagan. Yeah. Without Flash, I don't think I'm anywhere near where I'm at right now. I owe a lot to Flash, and uh, if I could, if I could be in the ring with him one time, uh, I would gladly take that kendo stick beating to be out there with him. Well, that's still probably possible to arrange. Yeah, it's just if I want to pull the trigger on getting my ass beat with a kendo stick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's understandable. I can't blame it on the booker if I'm the booker, Rob. Right. Well, well, and, and and Flash was at your first show. He was at my first show. Unfortunately, we just haven't been able to make uh, make schedules work and and storylines work uh, moving forward with Flash. But again, like I said, Flash is if there's somebody in the business that's the most important outside of my family that pushed me to do this. Uh, Flash is, and I'll say it in every interview I do. Flash is the most important man in my wrestling career. Well. There we got it. We, we covered a lot of ground, and uh, I think we'll let it go there. If you guys want to hear more from The Buck Sexton, a.k.a. or let's, let's do that again. Ron Kraft, a.k.a. The Buck Sexton, let me know. Send me an email at santarobpodcast at gmail.com. Look me up on Facebook on uh, Slaying It With Santa Rob. Definitely go to WPW. Look them up. Get your tickets. It's the, it's the most affordable thing you can do. You can bring the family in and not go broke. Concessions are hot. Concessions are cheap. I can't talk. Concessions are hot and affordable. You're not going to go broke at one of these things. And it's just in Danville. Go support the locals. If you're not supporting local businesses, you're screwing yourself and you're screwing your kid's future. And I don't care if that sounds cliche. I mean it with every fiber of my being. So... Ron, thanks for being here. Thank you, sir. And who knows? Maybe the people will speak and they'll want to hear more. I'm down. So, anytime, you, anytime you need somebody, give me a call. I'll, I'll gladly come do this all the time. So we'll see you in Danville, and I'll see you next week on Slaying It with Santa Rob. Big thank you to Ron Kraft, a.k.a. The Buck Sexton, for a colorful, awesome interview on his take on wrestling. And uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun talking about the, uh, the beginnings and the future of Warrior Professional Wrestling here in Danville, Indiana. So thanks, thanks Ron, for a lot of fun. Head to one of those shows. Support the local independent wrestlers. They're the uh, they're the future of, of professional wrestling. And if you enjoyed what you heard, all you have to do is head over to SantaRobPodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know what you thought. And uh, if you have to- ideas for topics or anything you just want to say, send it over to me in an email there. And also, uh, Slaying It With Santa Rob on Facebook. Go like the page. Leave me a comment. Let me know that you're listening. Because without you guys, well, as I always say, I'm just simply wasting time. And as always, a huge thank you to my two awesome sponsors. Brett Christmer's Mustache Wax, the home of Santa Rob mustache wax it is scented like hot chocolate and it's my favorite thing in the world 
You can buy yours by going to bscenterprises.com. Check out all the awesome products that he has. Use the discount code SANTAROB and save 15%. And, of course, hotspotcollectiblesandtoys.com. If you like collecting things such as wrestling figures and whatnot, Brad and his crew have it all. Go check them out. Use discount code SANTAROB and uh, save 15% there too. And as I always say, thank you guys for listening. Without you, you know, this, this is pointless. So thanks for listening. And we will see you next week on Slaying It with Santa Rob. <laughs>